You're listening to Marketing and Mocktails with Manal Sampat, a previously recorded Facebook Live episode inside the group Marketing and Mocktails with Manal, where dental professionals discuss, share, and learn about dental marketing. Manal Sampat is an entrepreneur, speaker, healthcare provider, and enthusiastic shoe lover. She's been featured in the Huffington Post, Dentistry IQ, Forbes, the Guinness Book of World Records, and more. Join her as she discusses marketing, team, business growth with other industry experts. And if you'd like to receive 10 ways to improve your marketing today, simply text the word resources to 38470. With Manal, hope everybody's doing super well. We switched things. I know, I know, I know. It's not a Thursday evening. It's a Tuesday evening, but Thursday's Halloween. And I don't think any one of you would be watching the show live. I'm thinking, I think I'm pretty sure you're going to have some other plans. So we had to come online and do this show on a Tuesday. And hi, I see we have people coming in. Hello, if you're watching, tell me who you are. Tell me that you are watching. Um, and today's guest is somebody super special. So do you guys remember a few weeks ago? Probably, it wasn't a few weeks ago. It was a little bit longer than that, where I shared about showing up and making my health a priority, especially with all the crazy amount of traveling that so many of us do. And it just, it never happens. And I also shared with you my hatred of uh, <laughs> working out and of going to the gym and how much I absolutely hate it. I'm sure that all of you saw that as well. So I know that when you saw that, you're probably wondering, well, Manal, what is going on here? So I have you with us today, my awesome trainer, Kelsey. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. This is um, really exciting. <laughs> well, this is so much fun because you know what, guys? You have to take your health seriously. And I wanted to bring Kelsey on here because she is awesome as what she does. On top of that, she has some really cool ideas. And I see that we have viewers coming in. Hi. If you're watching, tell us who you are, where you're watching from. I've been having technical difficulties all day long, so I won't know who you are if you don't tell me who you are because I just finished another live with 60 comments and I had no idea who was watching. So if you're watching, tell me who you are and where you're watching from. So Kelsey, why don't we go in and tell me a little bit about how you got started in your journey? Yeah, so I have just a little bit of background on me. Um, I grew up playing sports. Um, I had a pretty significant injury when I was 15 years old. Um, actually, through weightlifting, I broke my back when I was 15 in a weight room um, due to the lack of support from a, a coach and had to make myself my own priority and be an advocate for myself and my own safety. And so I really had to learn and adjust and make my health, um, through sports and weightlifting a priority. And so it became just absolutely fascinating to me mm. on how technical weightlifting can be. And just, it is important to take safety into, into con consideration and being able to help someone from exactly right where they are and get them to where they need to be in a safe manner. And so I have a bachelor's of science in exercise science. I have a minor in sports leadership. So that's just fancy for coaching. <laughs> that's just fancy technical term for coaching. And then I 
am a certified personal trainer through NASM or the National Academy of Sports Medicine. And I'm also a certified functional strength coach. Mm. So that just means st- studying movement patterns and applying them to um, my client in a safe and appropriate manner. You know, so there's so much. I didn't even know all this about you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had no idea about your injury. I had no idea about any of this. And yeah. you know, we started working together. And something that I thought was so cool, um, you know, and one of the things that you told me that you sent me here is that, you know, motivation doesn't exist. And yeah. that's such a controversial way of saying Jordan it. Peterson-esque. <laughs> yeah, because people are always like, you have to be motivated. You need to do this. Get your motivation on. And you're like, screw motivation. Um, you know, I want to do consistency. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Tell me about motivation doesn't exist. Um, it's more of that thing of, it's kind of one of those trigger words that people like to hear. They want to hear about how do you get the motivation to do something or how do I get motivated to do this? And it all starts with your why. Like, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to reach your goal? And if your why isn't big enough or your why isn't strong enough or your goal's not big enough, you're not going to be driven to go do that thing. And so I think instead of motivation, it's discipline Mm. and having the discipline to really go after your goal and keeping it at the the forefront of your mind and taking those little steps every single day to make your goal and your health a priority. So it's not the motivation to do it. It's the discipline just to get it done. Well, you know, something that's interesting that this reflects into marketing is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody that I work with and the people that I you know, surround myself with, my clients or my attendees or whatever, it's like they all get super excited. They all get super yeah. excited and then they get excited, then they go back and then what happens? It just goes in a pile of files and nothing gets done, right? And I like totally. how you said that you need to have a goal. Like, what's mm-hmm. your why and what's your goal and how are you going to accomplish this goal? Because it's the same thing with working out. Like, why do I need to work out? Yeah, <laughs> we have a pretty good goal for you right now. And I'm really excited. <laughs> we do have a pretty good goal. But like the scary part about it is like, I still I have to show up. Yeah. Right. And like, you do. I, and it's I we, do. I we have a good time, I think. So we have a great time. We have a great time. And I show up. But like. You understand how much I hate working out. Like, this is, <laughs> I hate it. I hate yeah. it. And so many people in the same reflective way hate, um, you know, doing marketing stuff. And they hate coming yeah. up with, with putting implementation plans together. And having that why and that goal is so important. So, you know, I have my why. Clearly, being healthy is definitely a why. But uh, other mm-hmm. things which, which we know about, which uh, I yeah. can't technically announce on Facebook yet. We have to accomplish and get things done. <laughs> so we have a lot to do there as well. But, yeah. uh, you know, some of the goals that we always see, and here's perhaps you can help with some of this, because some of the people that I see who are watching, hey, Stephanie, thanks. Guys, I know you're watching. I could see we have viewers, but I don't know who you are because Facebook is being super weird today. So please, please put your names in and tell us hello because I don't know who you are and I want to make sure I say hi. But um, in that same way, 
you know, how do you help people stay consistent with exercise? Yeah. And I think you hit it on the head of just saying, I show up. I, you took it into your own hands and you hired a personal trainer. And so not only are you um, having to show up for yourself, you're involving um, a third party or an accountability person. Exactly. Exactly. And And I can guarantee you, I don't go to the gym and I'm not seeing you. Like I see you twice a week and I don't Mm -hmm. go to the gym. Otherwise, (laughs) I'm just going to boast in that for a second. (laughs) Um, But it's the, the sense of just showing up and it doesn't have to be, you don't have to do the most brutal exercises. You don't have to do the burpees and the back squats and those killer, you know, I guess like Pinterest or like Instagram (laughs) workouts like you don't have to do those just getting in there and doing something that you enjoy finding something that you enjoy doing or a group exercise class if you enjoy it go do it it's just the consistency of just moving your body and being able to know that you know you're not gonna get hurt which is where it's really awesome to have a personal trainer there to take you safely to the next level um, or a group exercise class that um, maybe is just yoga and it can be a way that you can de-stress and mm-hmm. be able to you know think back and just kind of recenter yourself at the end of the week but just being able just to show up find something that you enjoy doing and keep doing it is just a really good way to start because once you establish that foundation of I'm comfortable here, you know, the gym is now a comfortable place, then you can really try and like push the boundaries on wanting to explore different types of movement or different types of exercise. Well, you know, another thing that I think that I found it also, it gets easier. Totally. So it's not like it's it sucks. I mean, it sucks the first few times. Mm-hmm. I mean, when no, you have me do the the stretch bands that we do every time when uh-huh. I start my workout, and you have me, you know, do everything with that and walking around, and mm-hmm. um, and now I'm like I can put them around my knees and I can be like, yeah, all right, I <laughs> totally, I got this, you know. Or yeah. but before, remember, I couldn't even like get it to stay still, and I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> I hate my life. I hate myself. This is so horrible. I don't want to do yeah. this anymore. Yeah, um, and mm-hmm. and it just becomes the more that you do it, like, and this is where I mean we have that fun little rift is we got to make it harder every time because that's how we're going to get better. Right. Just, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, when you and I'm talking about it, hey, Berta, thanks for joining. Uh, Keith is here. Your husband's here. Hey, Keith. <gasps> Hi, um, Heavy. <laughs> I'm sorry we haven't met you yet. He says, way to go, wife. Love you. Oh, hey, Keith. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> Oh, Keith is here. Hi, Keith. I've never met you, but I have heard about you in our uh, in our training sessions. So just hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> He's upstairs. I locked him and the dogs upstairs. So. Oh no! Hi, Stephanie. Hello. Hope you're doing well. Hey, Berto. Hi, guys. Hey, join. Thanks for joining. I know we finished another live earlier today, but here's my you know here's my kind of reflection on this with marketing. Um, and the same thing that you're seeing is a lot of time people are just afraid to try something and they're just mm-hmm. afraid to try it because it's too hard or 
uh, I'm not going to make the exact, like you said, Pinterest board. I'm not going to have a perfect looking graphic or I'm not, my hair is not going to look the best or, yeah. you know, I'm not going to have time to do X, Y, and Z. But in all of it just kind of comes down to implementation, right? Like yes. if you want to make it happen, the only thing that you really have to do to have something make something work is to do it. Oh, absolutely. I completely agree. I mean, when I go to the gym, guys, I look like crap. Like, I have my hair up. I have my glasses on. I don't have any makeup on. Um, you know, what you guys see me on stage, what you guys see me online, that is not my gym attire. Like, I just go there. I show that I hate it. I don't want to be there. I don't try to be there. But the thing is, I have to show up. Mm-hmm. And I have to make sure that I am taking part in my own health, and it's a priority for me. So in that same way, when you're creating priorities in your business, when you're creating priorities um, in your marketing, what it is that what is it that you absolutely need to get things accomplished? And if you start zoning it down clearly for us, health is one of those things where we absolutely need to be healthy, and we absolutely need to make sure that you know if I am not well, like I have days where I get sick, nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I right? you you hit it. And you know something that you said too. Uh, to me that I was seeing here as well as, you know, I travel a lot mm-hmm. and we're talking about different things to do. So I know that we have a lot of people here who also travel a lot. What are some of the things that you recommend for people who are traveling a lot to make sure that they continue with their healthy lifestyle? Yeah. So I'm going to steal what you told me as your new strategy, <laughs> um, which I had never even thought of this. And I was so just taken back of just how easy it was is requesting a room next to the fitness center like I had never was just mind blown of yeah it is hard to be active or just move let alone think about you know oh I have to go to the gym like how about just go for a walk number one whether it's um around where you're staying either first thing in the morning or end your day with a walk and just take in your surroundings and just know, you know, stay safe, but just know that being able to move at the end of the day. Um, oh. And again, just making your health a priority. Find your why and just know that this is how I'm going to get it done. I always talk about goal setting. That's one of my favorite things to talk about is um, goal setting and like reaching a goal is like laying a, a stone path. You can't lay the last stone until you've laid all the stones right, right in front of your feet. Mm-hmm. And so, and so just trying, striving to be 1% better every single day, you'll be a hundred percent better in 100 days. So just think about what one year looks like of, is it a 10 minute walk or a 30 minute, you know, weightlifting mm-hmm. session of if that's the 1% I can give to, to be better then I got better that day. And so it's almost like you are just reverse engineering, right? And you are like, yeah. okay, I need to, I want to run a marathon. So I yeah. have a client right now who is running the New York marathon. And in order mm-hmm. to work, it's not like you can just get up and say, I'm going to run a marathon and go run a marathon. You have to train for the marathon. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can't just be like, okay, so I'm going to go run 10 miles. Well, (laughs) can you run, can you run 100 feet? 
you know, yeah. it's, oh. you know, a part of this is also so that I have, um, for me, I mean, it's always been a struggle. I've always struggled with working out. It's, and the only time I have been able to work out is when I have a trainer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know that I have, I have a home gym and I still come to the gym to you guys. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, you know, I need to see you. And sometimes it's, I think the part that a lot of people don't want to accept is just accepting that, yes, this is what it is. This is a mm-hmm. roadblock. This is what it is. How am I going to work around this? Or what is the solution to this roadblock? Because sometimes we are afraid of our own uh, weaknesses. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like I was talking to somebody the other day and they're talking about how you should always focus on your strengths, like focus on your strengths, focus on, and I'm like, that's great. But if you really want to develop yourself into a better person, if you really want to grow, you need to focus on your weaknesses. Yeah. Because your strengths are only going to get you so far. If you don't work on your weaknesses, you are limiting yourself. Mm -hmm. I totally, um, I always like to say that we don't grow in our comfort zone. Once we get in that like cushy little comfort zone, what else are we going to do? You're going to get the same results and you're going to be doing the same thing that, that you've always done. Mm-hmm. And so you really have to push into that uncomfortable zone because that's where we're going to grow. You have to do something you've never done before if you want to get results that you've never gotten. That's absolutely true. If you're expecting to do the same thing over and over, didn't Einstein say that if you are doing yeah. the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, you're not going to get different results because you're the doing definition the of insanity. Yeah. The definition of insanity. That's right. Yeah. And that's what, you know, that's what's going on. I do have some fitness questions coming in for you. Ooh, um, what, what are your do. thoughts on the hit training? Hit training is great. If you don't have a lot of time and if you just want to um, get in, get out, I think it's great. I, I like to, think of movement patterns when I train my clients. So if you think of uh, a lower body push and a lower body pull, so a lower body push would be like a squat pattern um, and a lower body pull would be like a hinge pattern or a a deadlift and um, upper body push is um, self-explanatory. So like a, a push up and then an upper body pull like a row. And being able to pick one or two exercises from each movement pattern is a really good way to put together a really effective uh, HIIT training workout. You know, so the HIIT training is not, you have to be in shape to do that, correct? I wouldn't say necessarily in shape. It's a really good, effective way to get a kind of a weight-bearing cardiovascular workout. So it's going to be... Um, intense, very high. Um, it says high. So HIT stands for high intensity interval training. So mm-hmm. you're doing um, a lot of repetitions um, in a short amount of time. So you don't necessarily exercise. So it's it. I always get I always get scared when that happens. Like I don't have to be, I don't no. have to be uh, like super in. Super no, good you do not have to be like in shape. So everyone has to start somewhere. Okay, so you can just go in. That that's just a very quick. We workout. can try it tomorrow. No, no, no. So okay, fine. Yeah. We, we can try it tomorrow. <laughs>
I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then we have Stephanie here and she's saying that you've inspired me to finally write my blog. I have been wanting to 40 before 40. My goal eight years ago at age 39 was to lose 40 pounds before I was 40 years old. Oh, girl. Go, Stephanie. Oh, my God. That please. Amazing. please. Yeah. What's this blog? I want to I want to read this. This is awesome. Please, please, please write that blog, Stephanie. That is awesome that you want to lose 40 pounds before 40. And my goal eight years ago was a, at age 39 was to lose 40 pounds before 40. Please do it. And please share your journey. Please share the oh, ups so and downs. Cool. Uh, if you want embarrassing photos of working out, I totally have quite a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> I will join you. I will join you right in. So that is not a problem for us to do. Um, oh, I have another person who just came in. Emily says, this is great. I have 60 days to be in shape before my Malaysian trip. Uh, so she's that going sounds to exciting. In 60 days, and she wants to get, get in shape, and she wants to get some suggestions. Any suggestions for her? Uh, again, find something that you enjoy doing, whether it be just a group exercise class. Um, the YMCA here, we have, like, Zumba and Power Pump and – yoga and Pilates and so many options. And we've got so many trainers that have just so many different backgrounds that if you go to your gym and just tell them what you're interested in, they will put you exactly into what you're interested in. And so there's always something for somebody. So just, you know, it's kind of like that, that scary part of having just to take that first step Mm -hmm. and try things out. And if you don't, enjoy it don't do it as far as I don't like that class why why take the class if you don't like it so that is so true you enjoy because why don't why do it because you like yeah you're right there are so many options always I think yeah there's so many options oh she says Zumba it is hey girl That is all awesome for her. And she says Zumba. And I also have a Stephanie again came back and she actually said that she lost 36 pounds and 46 inches. That is incredible. Stephanie, how did you do this? Share us, share some tips for us. Share, share some information for us. Tell us what it is. Tell us how you lost 36 pounds and 46 inches because I need to lose some weight, girl. So I, I won't even tell you guys how much weight I gained in the last two years sitting on this chair working. It's not a good thing. So what, how did you lose it? What did you do? And, uh, you know, share, please share some stuff as well. We have uh, Rhonda here saying, make it fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. If it's not fun, it's not going to matter and we are not going to enjoy it. This is why I like, uh, you know, going and seeing Kelsey because she makes it fun for me. Plus I don't get away with stuff. I make sure you do it right. You do tell me to do it right. And I think it was just like a couple of days ago when like we were doing, uh, what was that machine with the weights where where I'm pulling the weights with my hands? Oh, yeah, the cable machine, yeah. The cable machine. I was doing the cable machine and the weight was like super like low and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) And she looks at me and she's like, is that... Is that not is that not strong enough? And I'm like, damn it, yes. <laughs> then she went and had totally. the I know, totally. You're like, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I was like, mm-mm. No. Nope. Nope. This, nope. Is, this looks too easy. There is no struggle happening here. There is no struggle. So we have to make it easy. So part of this is also like, you know, um, Kelsey was saying you have to kind of push yourselves to know and to do things uh, as well. I also had a question because I see this a lot, a lot of people are doing it all the time. Where People come on and they just assume that they go on a diet and that's going to be fix it. 
mm-hmm. right? Like they go on juicing or they go on a diet or, um, you know, uh, uh, tell us a little bit your thoughts on all that stuff. Um, I think diets are, I don't like the word diet as it is referenced as I have to do this for this amount of time and then um, I'm done with my diet. Um, Mm. When it comes to food and eating, it's definitely a lifestyle. You Mm. have to change your lifestyle. And when it comes to losing weight, it really is about 80% of your And the other 20% is physical activity. And so um, as far as like what diet should I be on, I don't like to give like, you know, triggered diets or like fad diets. I don't think that those work. I think in the short term that you will get results. But as far as maintaining weight loss, I think it really does come from a lifestyle either implementation of better whole foods or just changing something about your diet that um, could possibly be a bad habit and turning that bad habit into a treat instead of a continuous, um, I guess, thing that you do. So, yeah, like you can't diet all the time, right? Like you're so Like you need to have a lifestyle compared exactly. to here's a quick fix. Here's what we are going to do. And here's the, you know, here's what it is. Like we have, um, we have a question here coming up that says any tips for someone who thinks I deserve this because I worked out today when in the face of junk food. <laughs> 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 friend. That's me. I'm the friend. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. It's I, life is totally about the, 80-20 rule. If 80% of the time you are great, then give yourself that treat and that's your 20%. And it can be 80-20 of your week, 80-20 of your day, 80-20 of your month of 20% of my time, I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to have that burger or I'm going to have that ice cream because I know that I have the tips and and tools and my why and my goals are strong enough that I'm going to get back on the wagon to maintain this lifestyle that I've chosen. So if you can, if you can honestly say, Hey, I have been great for a majority of my week, or I've had some really good food today. I want to have a cup of ice cream. Do it. (laughs) <laughs> have, have the glass of wine, eat the ice cream, but just know that you have, you know, a really strong goal that you want to get to and right. that. And it's like an 80, 20 rule, like you said, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I do guys is I just don't buy it. So, for, so, example, huge. Yep. so for example, if I, I, I love chocolate, I just, I love chocolate. It's something that I absolutely love to eat. I love like plantain chips or whatever. And there are times obviously that I would treat myself to it. But if I have chocolate at home, I'm going to eat chocolate. So just don't buy it. Just don't have it. So if you don't have it around, what are you going to do? Are you going to get in your car and you're going to drive to a grocery store to get something that is junk food? Probably not. You're probably going to find an easy way out. So 
the one thing that I have noticed is if I just don't buy it, I just don't eat it. Mm-hmm. Or you have to buy like the really expensive stuff and you don't want to spend the money on it to buy more mm-hmm. of it. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this. We have somebody who we are motivating. Uh, we have Emily and she says, you're motivating me to go and prep some grilled chicken breast for dinner. <laughs> go, Em. Good. Um, and she also asks us a question and she says, how often should you treat meals? So to still lose weight. So like you said, it's yeah. an 80-20, it's an 80-20 rule, right? So totally. Weight loss is, I'm I'm so sorry to cut you off. Um, Weight loss is a majority of calories in versus calories out. And you want to be able, I, I think of it as putting gas in, in your car. So in the, if you were to have zero gas in your car every morning, and so, and you have errands, errands to run. You have to put gas in in your car to be able to get from point A to point B. Mm. So, and think of that as every errand you run in your car, you still have to put more gas into it or you're going to be stranded on the side of the road. So that's kind of like your, your body in the morning. You need to wake up and fuel your body with breakfast. And then throughout the day, you still have to keep fueling your, your body. You have a biological set point of calories that your body is going to burn just to keep you awake during, during the day. So you have to intake enough calories to keep your body fueled. But exercise is where you create that calorie deficit to be able to lose weight. Does that make sense? No, it does make sense. So you need to, mm-hmm. so you need the calories because you need, you, well, you need to do stuff and you need to, yeah. you need to function. But a lot of times it's not the amount of, but a lot of times we have access in calories, right? So it's just yes. how much are you? So it's, so like you said, there is really no quick, easy fit, uh, easy fix. It's if you're taking in this many calories, mm-hmm. then you need to work out this many calories. Yeah. Or just being able, if you're someone who is a calorie counter, and you are someone who knows, you know, knows the serving of, of your meals and is very diligent. So mm-hmm. I am not that person. Um, I'm not that person either. I can I can't calorie count. I'm a, first of all, I'm a vegetarian. How am I even going to count? <laughs> like, here's how much calories are in the scale. You know, like pretty know. much, pretty much. But um, exercise is that tool to create that calorie deficit. So we have a really good tool at the YMCA that um, is called the in-body scanner. So it gives you your basal metabolic rate. So that just tells us um, how many calories you burn just being awake every day. So Mm. we have clients say, this is the amount of calories that you should try and eat. So, or at below, let's just say like, let's just say like 300 calories below that and your exercise, you're going to be at a 500 calorie deficit. So this is just, I'm just throwing numbers out. So this is not like set in stone at all. Um, And so at the end of the day, you're at a 500 calorie deficit. And I believe there's 3,500 calories in a pound, I believe. Mm. Don't quote me on that. So if you can do that day by day, there's kind weight of loss. There's okay. weight loss. Awesome. And we are getting a lot of questions. What about intermittent fasting? Um, I say do your own research 
and just, and you can experiment and find out, um, if that works for you, I would find a very reputable source. So find a <laughs> I scientific like, I journal. Like how, I like how diplomatic you are. Like find yeah. a scientific journal that actually says fasting like yeah. this works. And because so with my credentials, I do not have a credential to give new nutrition advice. Mm. So the things I just said are very um, available. Um mm-hmm on the internet, sir, whatever your educational Mm -hmm. source is, but, um, do your own research and experiment. If you don't like something, you can always try it and you never have to do it again, but there's some really good research out there, but I would try and find it from, um, a scientific journal, a scientific journal from, and someone not, that is a not, like a, not like a friend's cousin's husband's brother. No, and not said you should do it. Yeah, and maybe and not, not like a Pinterest article or <laughs> a Pinterest article. I mean, they've got some really good information out there, but I would just want to find because I mean it's your health, so yeah. you want to find something that is very reputable and that you can fall back onto science on. Right. Yeah. So I like this guys. Cause you know, a lot of times we just make decisions because the, it's a popular thing to do mm-hmm. or popular people are talking about it. Yeah. But like, you know, like Kelsey's saying, what is the scientific research behind it? What are the studies mm-hmm. coming out behind it? Because it is your body. It is your health. Mm-hmm. You're making decisions on it because like you said, your friend's husband's brother's cousin said you should do this. <laughs> exactly. um, and that's, you know, that's not going to work. Another question. Oh man, we're just getting questions. Another Ooh. question coming up is, what are your thoughts on the keto diet? Not just from a weight loss perspective, but it is, is it healthy and safe for your body to be a state ketosis? Again, I would just have to say, try it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very natural state to have your body go into ketosis. So that is just a lack of carbohydrates in your system. And that mm-hmm. is, it's just another form of burning energy. And so I would just say you have to try it. Every body is different. And again, I do not have the credentials to give nutritional advice. And mm-hmm. so again, just do your own research and are there is there like a specific uh, website or something like that that we can use? Or is there like is there a place that you recommend somewhere to go online to find some of the online research? Obviously not just like mm-hmm. not I use Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I use uh, uh Google Scholar a lot Google just Scholar? to find, okay. you know, the, yeah, just to find those scientific journals. Um, I like science-based things, obviously, like I have a degree in exercise science, um, but so, I would just find something more reputable than your average website. <laughs> right. So I would definitely say, you know, a lot of this question, the weight loss question, as she's saying, she's not a licensed nutritionist, but... Um, you know, the, the, the ongoing theme here is simple and it's just that if you come across diets or different kind of things, you need to make sure that you are reading scientific papers on it. You are reading uh, research on it based on the research. You make your decisions. And, you know, something that you said, and you say this all the time to me too, uh, that it's very, sometimes you just need to do the basic stuff. Oh, there's, absolutely. You know, there's all these fads and there's all these things that people try. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's just like you said, how many calories are you intaking? How many calories are you outputting? Are you working out? Yep. Are, are you moving are, around, right? 
Yeah. Are you drinking your water? Are you eating your fruits and vegetables? Are you eating food out of a box or a can? Or are you eating fresh, whole foods? Um, are, and then it, this, the same goes for the gym. Are you doing just the really good basic movements or are you trying to do crazy things that got you hurt last week? Like, because if if you get hurt, you're not going to be able to to move as well or at all for an extended period of time. So I saw this really good quote last week from one of my mentors that said that the elite people didn't get to be where they are without mastering the basics. Ooh, yeah. I like that. So don't let people fool you in their um, fads. exercises or their fads because they got to where they are by doing the little things every single day. That is so true. You know, so the quote actually went and said that the people who are elite didn't become elite. The people who are elite became elite by doing the basics. Essentially, yes. Absolutely, yeah. Right. Which is, which makes perfect sense because you need to understand or do the basics to even get to the higher level. So sometimes it's not about the trends and the fads and everything else, but just the basic things of, did you walk? Did you eat right? Uh, how many calories are you intaking? What you're doing? You know, how you're getting things done. So I absolutely love this. We are getting to that, uh, towards the end of the time here. So I know you guys are probably going to have questions as you're watching this because we switch days on you and uh, man, it has been a technological difficulty day today. I was kicked out multiple times trying to do live videos. <laughs> We've been having a lot of issues today. So um, make sure you ask your questions. And Kelsey, if they want to reach out to you, if they have any questions, what is the best way to do that? Um, my, I believe my Facebook page is linked here, correct? Yeah. Uh, well, we will try to link it. Okay, so yeah, Facebook. we'll do it soon we can. Oh, yeah, we're not friends on Facebook, and they wouldn't let us be friends. So for whatever reason, Facebook won't let Kelsey and I be friends, even though she's my trainer and I see her multiple times a week. And yeah. We are totally cool. Facebook in some weird world is not allowing us to be friends for some reason. So, so rude. Um, so yeah. So, so rude, Facebook. So rude. Yeah. So rude. So I will give you my Instagram handle. Yes. Um, so that is at K-E-L-S-W-O-E-L-B-S. So at Kels Wolves is my Instagram handle. So at K-E-L-S-W-O-L-B-S. W-O-E-L-B-S. I can type it in here. I just got it right here. Is that it? Okay. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. That is my Instagram handle. So if anybody has any questions or anything, go ahead and reach out to me there. Yes, please reach out to Kelsey. She's awesome. Like I said, she is my trainer. I saw her yesterday. I'm going to see her tomorrow again. And um, if you have any questions, please reach out to her. And Kelsey, thank you so much for being here. I know thank you. totally random and on a marketing show, but I really just wanted to come and have you get featured and you just wanted to take some nutrition stuff. So I appreciate it so much. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Um, I do get to talk a little bit about diet um, during the week. So it was a little bit fun. It was a little bit different, a little bit more fun for me to talk about something like that. So. I appreciate it. (laughs) Of course. Well, thank you guys for joining us live. And I'm sure you have questions. Like I said, follow her Instagram. Oh, thank you. Emily says, great show. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. And we will have the show available on this page. And as usual, you know, on YouTube and all the shebang that's out there. So feel free to reach out. And thank you so much. Bye. Thanks, guys.